You're listening to the Vendo Podcast. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Vendo Podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Martinez, VP of Marketing here at Vendo. And I am joined today with Kyle Bassetti, Account Manager at HBW Commerce. HBW Commerce stands for Helping Brands Win. And uh, we've been working with them now for almost a year. Um, been a really great partnership. And uh, HBW is essentially an e-commerce PR tech agency. So uh, thanks for joining today, Kyle. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate the time, Nicholas. Yeah, our pleasure. Our pleasure. And uh, we got some really exciting topics as always today. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the PR world and how it relates to uh, marketplace, um, in specific mm -hmm. Amazon. Um, and so some of the uh, takeaways today that you can look forward to, um, basically how to drive sales in many different ways. So we're going to be talking about how to drive additional directly attributable sales from PR articles. We're going to talk about uh, ranking boosts, so boosting your organic ranking, which subsequently results in organic sales increases. We're also going to be talking about driving up your click-through rate and sales conversions on your Amazon ads. So PR has a, a really powerful impact on all those uh, categories there. And um, just to entice you even more, hopefully, we've been seeing uh, average sales increases of 50 to 70% within the first month of these editorials going live. So, so really, really powerful and um, uh, excited to have Kyle on from our PR partner. Awesome, well, I appreciate that. And as Nicholas mentioned, my name is Kyle Bozzetti. Um, prior to here, I, I've been involved with many different aspects of the uh, product life cycle. So I used to be a product manager with a school supplies company, Mead and Five Star School Supplies, if you've ever heard of them. And I've also been on the back end when it comes to transportation and logistics. And now I'm helping out with getting brands discovered and sort of helping with that um, discovery and, and sales attribution um, that we mentioned off the beginning. Um, so HBW Commerce, the question is, who are we? So we are a tech PR marketing company helping brands get discovered through editorial recommendations with publishers. So we do not write the content. We're helping vet your product uh, with the content producers or content creators with the publishers. We know these publishers are very ex uh, you know, excited to work with brands and products, uh, but they're very busy right now with seasonality, um, Q4 right around the corner or starting now in October. Um, so for their side of the business and the publisher side, they're in this space to just create content and drive traffic to product pages. So they look to be, to my team and I, to be those um, experts doing the vetting process, understanding your brands and products, marketing efforts, and how can we get that match together? So matching your product to their content. Um, and that's what the goal for myself and my team is to help you uh, get into these avenues and these editorial recommendations for discovery and then driving an additional revenue stream to your business. So for us, um, and I'll share my screen here just so you guys can see um, sort of what this looks like. Uh, so we know on Amazon, this is all based on keywords. So this is keywords that you're typing into the search results page, trying to get your brand discovered. Um, in a lot of cases, it's gonna be those PPC or those organic ranking efforts that you already have instilled into your marketing efforts. So when you're navigating the page on Amazon, you can see this top space, this is gonna be your banner ad. So typically a brand is gonna pay for this entire space. 
As you scroll down, you'll see the sponsored with that information sort of icon. That's where you're gonna be paying for that individual product space. And then as you scroll down and continue to navigate down the page, you're gonna see your organic rank, your PPC space or your video ad, and then the stuff that we're excited to share with you today, the editorial recommendations. Um, so here in this example, best reviews is that publisher. So if we were to partner with a brand in this space, we would be using that keyword hairbrushes, taking into consideration your product, as well as your review count and star rating. And we're gonna pass that over to the publisher to create content surrounding this, uh, this, this entire product category to get your brand discovered. So as you can see here, it looks like there's roughly five products um, sort of as an overview where you can click into the product and make that purchase, or you can click into the full article like I am here to read more. And as you can see, there's a little bit of an introduction paragraph, a, a small pros and cons list of why should you suggest to purchase this product or what makes this product different from the others um, within this editorial recommendation. And, and Kyle, um, if you go back to the search results there real quick, um, I just want to um, highlight and emphasize to everyone, um, and, and for those of you who can't see, basically what we're looking at right now is the search results um, uh, page on Amazon. And, and so when, when you type in a keyword, um, you know, you've got all your ad placements, your organic placements, and then what you'll see more and more often is the editorial placements. And what's really awesome about the editorial placement um, is it shows up typically within the first 10% of the search results. So it's a really, really prominent place. And what Kyle's speaking to about the advertising, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later, is how when you supplement these editorials with a with a um, an aggressive ad campaign, um, you know, trying to take that headline ad, that the sponsored product ads, the video ad, you're essentially creating a, a search and shopping environment, really, where, um, you know, more uh, uh, your product is showing so often that consumers just can't help but but clicking your product, right? It, you know, you see the ads, you see the ads, and then you see this editorial that gives it this extra level of credibility and authority. And that just further creates an environment where you're likely to click that product in the editorial or in the ad. Um, so it's a, it's a really big placement on the search results. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a way too, we're not here to, uh, you know, to replace those efforts that you already have. If anything, it's here to add on and to supplement those ongoing efforts. What we're finding and, and what we have found from consumers is in a lot of product categories, there's been many new companies entering the market now because of COVID and because of the e-commerce push to consumer behavior. Because of this, with all these different brands competing with some of the bigger uh, well-known brands, it's, it's a way that you can get your product to still compete in a highly search trafficked or a highly uh, high amount of search volume on certain keywords. Consumers are typically gonna buy what they can see with relevancy. So if they can recognize a product, recognize a specific brand on the page, it really drives that confidence, as you mentioned, um, to make that purchase. So it's not here to put all your eggs in one basket, but it really just here to provide um, additional armor or support with what you're already doing on your efforts. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, you spoke earlier about um, 
about some of the uh, requirements or criteria for these these editorials. You you you, you spoke about um, review rating and some other things. Can you mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit more about what um, what some of the criteria are for uh, getting your your product placed in an editorial and then not just placed in an editorial, right? Because that's one part of it. The the publisher has to write the editorial, but then. Amazon's uh, editorials moderation team has, has to actually review and approve it. So if you can speak to kind of that process and, and what to be mindful of when going through that process, that, that'd be uh, helpful, I think. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you for calling that out. So just off the top, typically what we're looking for is at least 100 reviews and a four-star rating when it comes to these editorial recommendations. There are some times if you have a product that might be a little bit lower, um, we may be able to do some additional advocation or, or vetting for your product, but typically that's what the, the publishers are looking for. 100 reviews, a four-star rating, and then we're going to ask you for three keywords. Again, those three keywords are what we're typing into the search page, so we know where we would ideally like to have this article to appear on those results. Um, from there, we, we take that information over to our publishers. We have an entire team that's managing that workflow with the publishers. And what we're finding right now, um, the typical lead time or creation timeline is right around seven to 10 weeks. Currently, it's a right, I would say, closer to the 10 week mark uh, because Amazon is starting to recognize that this is becoming, uh, I would say, a lot of value to the brands, but also for themselves. So they're really trying to hone in that consumer engagement. So we found that these articles are becoming much more lengthy in their content. So it's not here just to be a virtual billboard um, or, or just hear some products, but really trying to provide a lot more education to the consumer when they're making that purchase. So what are the, some of the top five criteria or maybe FAQs that consumers are asking? And they're addressing those in that content. It could be material, cost, manufacturing, um, different call outs that makes your product different than the others uh, in this editorial recommendation. No, that, that, that's all that's all very helpful. And, um, and, you know, so so when looking at your products that you're going to submit, you know, making sure they have around 100 reviews, um, that's going to be important. Um, but but something else, too, that I think is worth mentioning is um, the keyword selection, right? So, so you just you just mentioned Kaha, you can you can choose three keywords to target for these editorials, right? Um, and so here at Vendo, um, our process for choosing those keywords is is pretty straightforward. Um, you know, we we want to choose a keyword that has a, a high amount of monthly searches as well as a high uh, relevancy to the product. Um, so, in, in in your example, you know, of, of the hairbrush. Um, uh, Kyle, you know, hairbrush is a, is a pretty general keyword. It's going to have most likely a lot of monthly searches, um, mm -hmm. but maybe it's a wet hairbrush. And so maybe that has less, you know, a, a hairbrush for wet hair. Maybe that has that search term, you know, wet brush or wet hairbrush has less search volume, but it's so relevant that it'll likely convert at a high rate. So it's really finding that sweet spot of, of you know, making sure that the proportion of search volume and relevancy is is high, um, and then uh, targeting th that keyword for the editorial and and um, you know what we've learned at Vendo over the times uh, you know with doing this and and for for everyone's background we've run I mean probably 30, 40, maybe fifty different uh, products on editorials uh, this year. Um, what we've learned is that 
you want to pick um, keywords where you're already ranking uh, pretty well, right? And and I think um, you know by pretty well we've seen you know you want your product to be ranking uh, in on page one already on on desktop, so like the top fifty, maybe even the top forty. I think to to be extra. Uh, careful. And, um, and, and so that's kind of a, a challenge because, you know, a lot of those big keywords that you might want to target because they have such so much traffic. Well, you're not really ready yet to, to target those. And then maybe you're ready now, but eight to 10 weeks, once the editorial gets approved, you might've been bumped out of that spot. And so that's, um, that, that's a challenge with this, with this program. Um, so, so definitely something important to be mindful of is like, what keywords are you ranking on page one for right now? Have high search volume um, and you expect to be sustaining that ranking come, you know, two to three months when the editorial goes live. Yeah, absolutely. And just to piggyback off of that, when you're looking at that timeline of eight to 10 weeks, we also want to be mindful of what's going to be in season. So if you have products that are, um, you know, the season is fall, right now being October 5th, we might have missed that, missed that timeline. So we always wanna be somewhat forward thinking what's gonna be your seasonality or what's gonna be the highest demand um, or the highest search volume keywords that might be changing within that two month time period. And then Nicholas and his team can work with you on getting your ad campaigns turned on on that right time. We're typically gonna be in email conversation with his team, um, if not every week, but there's been times even every day we're in communication on um, trying to be planning in the future uh, so we can have that product and that editorial recommendation going live um, right around that same time period for you. Uh, that, that, that's uh, excellent um, insights. And, and I think you know, that's a great transition into you know, the Q4 season that's upon us right now. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of opportunity to get placement in different holiday, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, kind of, you know, even Halloween uh, related uh, articles. And, um, you know, we've been talking a lot about on-site editorials right now, um, but there's also the off-site editorial program. And, and uh, you know, off-site is really just your, 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 you know, your traditional digital PR in a lot of ways. Um, but the, the business model is, is, is different for, for publishers. But, um, you know, rather than the editorial showing up in the search results on Amazon, which is what we've been talking about so far, the editorial would show up off of Amazon, but would be driving back to Amazon. Um, so Kyle, if you could speak to, to that program as well, and, and, you know, some of the benefits um, that it can have for, um, you know, season, different seasons, like the Q4 season we're in now, that, that'd be great. Yeah, no, absolutely. So as Nick had mentioned, when we're looking for that discovery or finding that editorial recommendation, the offsite efforts are going through Google or you're going directly to a publisher's website. Because these publishers have partnered with Amazon uh, through that on-site associate program, they're now starting to see the benefit of bringing traffic to their own website and then driving external traffic, which is really benefiting your product's organic rank, but also finding a new way to find a brand new target demographic that might not typically go to Amazon for that discovery or research, but also to Google. Uh, so we partnered with a handful of our publishers um, to create content to drive the traffic to their own website. So for this example, uh, the LA Times has created their own sub digital domain being Bestcovery. So we're able to leverage that domain rank or that web traffic authority of the LA Times 
um, but also pairing it up with a high amount of search volume keywords through Google's ranking. So the difference there is on Amazon, we're utilizing Amazon search results and those keywords on the offsite effort, we're using our, uh, our publisher website ranking as well as the Google search results. Again, we have an entire team dedicated uh, to help get these products and these articles to be optimized and found on Google. Um, so I'm gonna show you one, just no rhyme or reason. Um, here is best popcorn machines. So when you look at the format, it's still very similar to what we were used to seeing on Amazon. More of an introduction, still this carousel of products, which you can toggle through. And then they give you this little nice brief summary of different pros and cons. So then you have these little hot keys that you can shop now at Amazon. But the biggest thing here that we found um, is when you are clicking into a product to make that purchase or maybe to go to Amazon, this click here and where that traffic is moving, um, you know, the third party traffic or that external traffic moving from Amazon or from the publisher to Amazon's page, we found that it's really helping with getting that organic ranking. Um, and in some cases we've had products starting on the second and third page of the Amazon search results and just from the web traffic alone taken out of the uh, take you know out of the sales it's really giving you boost pushing your product all the way to the first page yeah the the ranking boost right now with um, traffic coming from Google is is pretty incredible I know that this has been a, a topic um, in the mm -hmm. in the Amazon world uh, uh, you know, for a while, but really in, in the last few months, it's been, it's been even in more trending because, you know, there's a lot of additional ranking juice being given by Amazon's algorithm when they see traffic coming from Google. It's, it's really interesting. Um, and in fact, there was a, there was a leak, uh, an internal document leak uh, recently from Amazon where it was actually verified that you know part of that proprietary algorithm is giving extra value to google driven traffic and you know there can be a lot of different reasons for that um obviously you know google uh you know amazon is is, is on google's tail uh, as far as advertising goes and, and share of that market um but as, as well as just a search engine right a product search engine you know um google is still the, the most used search engine. And, and um, so there's a lot of opportunity to, to drive discoverability and, and traffic and, and sales ultimately um, from Google, uh, bringing more customers in, but for brands and brand partners such as ourselves, um, you know, really understanding how that can fast track your, your ranking on Amazon, but by using Google, it's, it's really quite interesting. And, and uh, something too about this offsite editorial program, um, uh, is that you can actually get put into editorials that are ranking already uh, page one on, on Google, uh, right? Kyle, yeah. so how, how does that work? Yeah, so we, based on um, articles that we have partnered with publishers or the publishers have shared with us, we know which ones are already ranking on that first page. Mm -hmm. So we have different options out there based on where you want that article to appear on. So we have it filled out so you can be ranking on the, number one spot or within that first page of search results. Obviously, um, we have other tiers built in there too. So if you wanted to be lower on the first page or even on the second page of Google search results, we can work with you there and we can discuss those different pricing options together with Nicholas and his team. Um, but one of the other key factors or key benefits to this other channel is because the content is created and hosted by the publisher, 
that timeline of that article going live is much, much faster. So typically, like I mentioned, on-site is about eight to 10 weeks. Um, off-site or this external uh, publisher um, uh, editorial recommendation is right around two to four weeks. So because we don't have to go through that additional approval process and the formatting uh, through Amazon, because the publisher is taking on the risk of creating the content, but also hosting it, we don't have to go through that entirely separate um, approval period or moderation cycle. Interesting. And, and um, I know with the criteria for on-site editorials, you know, a lot of that is around the moderation of uh, Amazon's team. So with off-site, um, is there what is there kind of a threshold of reviews that publishers want to see to just write about that product? Yeah, so I would typically say um, it's not really here to be built in for like a brand new product launch or to be part of that like marketing plan for launching your new product. But I would say once that product is available on Amazon and available for purchase, we've seen products as low as like single digit reviews still having an article go live, but it's not really there to be created to go into that product launch marketing plan. It's really there to still support it and educate customers. Um, now, if it does have less than 10, there has been cases where, yes, we've been successful with getting um, that aligned with the publisher. Uh, but typically, I would say after a month of that product being live, or if we can sort of time it up, um, knowing once that one month period has hit, we can work with publishers or, again, put in that request um, because they do have that final editorial um, sort of say on, on what they're going to support. But our proven track record, um, we, we have about a 75% plus uh, match rate, again, matching your product to content that's getting created, um, of getting that content and, and product match on those publisher websites. Excellent. Yeah, so a lot, lot of opportunity there with, with Offsite as well. Um, so this has been a great, um, I think, walkthrough and overview of how the programs work, you know, um, what some of those KPIs are. Um, so I'd like to just speak to reporting a little bit um, and, yeah. and kind of that process. Um, HBW provides a a great portal for you to, to access some of your data in. Um, and, and you can see your directly attributable transactions. Um, so you can see what sales have actually come from the link in the editorial or in the editorial placement. You can see your share of voice. So what percentage of time um, the, the editorial was populating for, for that keyword. And and um, you know it's 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 using a data scraper, right, right, Kyle. So it's not always perfect, but it's at least uh, uh, you know better than nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's something yeah. my team is currently working around the clock to improve the the dashboard. So we have a new one that's going to be unveiled either at the end of this year or early next year, um, where we're gonna we currently are able to provide you with all the links right now in our dashboard for the on-site content. We're looking into adding in other key little features that we're excited to share with you. So additional article placements on the offsite efforts, all of the um, transactions that my team is able to provide to you in our reporting is all based on a 24 hour last click attribution. So this is not showing you all of your PPC sales or your organic sales, but the ones that were actually attributed through our publisher campaigns. Yeah, and then on top of that, um, what we do here at Vendo to, to add additional light to the benefits um, is we put together a report that brings in all of those things that, that Kyle and the HBW team provides. But then we also are tracking keywords. 
Um, so we're using a keyword tracker such as Helium 10s and, and we're tracking when that editorial was live, how did the ranking fluctuate for that keyword? And you know, typically we see the keyword ranking getting better over time, which is always nice. Um, we also look at, you know, how did those ad campaigns perform? So we, we usually create segmented ad campaigns targeting those same three keywords with its own exclusive bids and budgets. Um, and so we look at how did those ad campaigns perform while the editorial was running? And then how did the ads as a, uh, the overall ads um, for the brand perform? And, and typically we see a positive correlation there when the editorial is running, the click-through rate uh, goes up, the A cost goes down um, and, and, and sales, sales go up very nicely. And as I mentioned earlier, the ad increase and the organic sales increase actually typically makes up a, a majority of the sales lift we see. Um, sometimes we'll see the direct sales from someone clicking the product in the editorial beat the ad sales, but typically it's the, it's the other way around. So definitely want to um, uh, hammer in how important it is to, to be looking at those KPIs and not just um, the, the direct sales, of course. Um, and then the last thing that I, I want to mention is um, how this strategy can be used uh, on an ongoing basis, right? As an, as an evergreen type campaign. And, and so the way that we're looking at it here at Vendo is like, let's keep these going all the time throughout the year, right? And there's going to be, you know, times where Amazon changes its rules or, you know, um, and, uh, and the, the editorials have to be updated. Um, but if you can keep these running more or less consistently, you're going to just always have that extra level of credibility, extra level of search ranking uh, uh, placement prominence. Um, and it's really not too um, cumbersome to keep these running all the time. Now, um, you have to go through and refresh them and, and, and things of that nature. Kyle, do you, do you mind just shedding a little bit of light on, on that refresh process so that these editorials can be running you know, consistently? Yeah, absolutely. So we know these uh, editorial recommendations have a shelf life. They unfortunately are not going to live forever. On average, on Amazon, we're seeing anywhere between two to six months because of the relationship that we have with these publishers. If one goes down or maybe there's uh, you're in an unfavorable spot, maybe you're outside of that top four location within the editorial recommendation, we can make that request for your brand or for your product to either have a refresh so if the article goes down or to do some of those repositioning requests of, of moving your product higher up that um, above the fold so for us we have that ability it does it's not just a flip of the switch it's going to happen tomorrow so it is something that it is typically much faster than submitting a brand new article request um, but my team would manage that process so again we will be speaking with the window team communicating when we do have updates Currently, because of seasonality, we've seen a, a increased volume of submissions. So it has shifted to that 10 week mark, um, but that is where we can make those sort of modification requests on your behalf. Yeah, great, great, great insights there. And yeah, you, you know, there's different ways and, and that's what we do here at Vendo is we really monitor it on a regular basis to, to make sure that we're getting the most out of these editorials and that, um, you know, we're refreshing them in a timely manner so that there's not much of a, a, a gap in which they are running. Um, but this has been really great, Kyle. Um, su such yeah. such great insights here. And, you know, for those in, in uh, of our listeners who have um, uh, been following along for a while now, we did release 
um, uh, two podcasts in the last couple months on the on-site editorial program. So feel free to reference those, uh, part one and part two. Part two, uh, we go into a specific case study for one of our brands, a cocktail mixer brand that saw um, just tremendous results. And um, so definitely recommend referencing those. We'll go ahead and link them as well in the description. Uh, and then Kyle, where, where can uh, people find you all if, if they want to reach out? Yeah, so if anybody's interested in learning more or having a conversation with us, you can email me at kyle at hbwcommerce.com. I'd be happy to schedule a 30-minute call with you or you know answer any questions that you may have over email. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a partnership that we value with Vendo, and we, we definitely look forward to the opportunity to have a conversation with you. Excellent, excellent. And uh, you can find us at vendocommerce.com. Um, feel free to subscribe uh, to the channel, uh, YouTube, Spotify, uh, Apple. And uh, if you'd like to email us with any questions, you can leave them in the comments below or send it to hello at vendocommerce.com. Uh, thanks again for joining us today, Kyle. Been been really great having you on. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Thank you.